The future of radio. 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 You know, you called and hung up on me like four times. Today. I didn't know that I was calling. It was my purse. It really likes you. I felt like it, I kept answering, hello? Oh, hello? She doesn't want to talk oh, to me. Maybe now, hello? Oh. I was just prank calling you, Greg. <laughs> just like over and over and hanging up. Wow. Yeah, I know, and then I like. actually did try to call you, and you're just like, oh, you know that you're just pocket you, right? I'm like, no, I'm actually trying to call you. Well, I didn't expect it would actually be you at that point. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon, the pocket dialer. I had a little bit of a troublesome morning. I was a little flaily, so I think like it kept accidentally calling you. Did you need a beer? Uh, no, I have one over there. Okay. Let me go grab it, though. All right. No, because I kept... I was... Uh, <laughs> so I was on my scooter And there is no I, I ride a Honda Passport C70 1980 Honda Passport C70 Did I tell you I almost fell off my bike yesterday uh, Checking out a Honda, another Honda Passport <laughs> I was really? on my bicycle and I almost fell I literally like skidded off of the sidewalk And caught myself so I wouldn't fall I hope some people saw that Oh, it, it was in front of like a scooter shop And all these like hot guys <laughs> were out there And they all saw me like awesome. flailing And I'm just like, fuck And I just got up and I'm, like sweaty And just like kind of skidded out And I just like pedaled away as fast as I could <laughs> But no, I was riding my um, my scooter this morning um, To a location that I've spoke about before What location would that be? Um, that would be uh, the shoe mill at the Lloyd Center Oh, I don't remember you ever I, talking yeah, about that I don't that, know, I mean, I've never really talked about it But uh, huh. anyway, we'll, okay. we'll get back to that But I was heading back from there and I was right at Lloyd Center, you know, right when you're heading up, um, like heading up toward 20th Avenue to yeah. go over that overpass over I-84. Yeah, and then you have to go right or left or whatever. Exactly. So I'm going right to head back toward like Sandy. And all of a sudden my scooter starts to kind of sputter. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not happening again. And I don't have a gas gauge, so I couldn't tell. And I didn't think that I've gone 80 miles since the last time well, I you, filled it. You know there's another way you can tell by <laughs> unscrewing the gas cap. I know. <laughs> I know. There's no gauge. I have no idea. And of course, it's been like, you know, nice weather, like, you know, in the like casual 80s the past few days. But this morning, no, it was like 90 degrees. <laughs> and so I have my full face helmet on and like my gloves and, um, oh, and so I like it finally ends up sputtering and dying right over the I-84 overpass. I'm just like, fuck. But it's kind of a um, like a downward slope a little bit. So I'm just like, I put it in neutral and I'm kind of just riding down the bike lane with bicycles passing me, like giving me dirty looks like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm trying to get as far as I can sitting on the scooter before I have to, you know, actually walk to the gas station. So I'm there, I'm like 10 blocks away from Burnside and I, I, you know, I see this guy. I'm just like, excuse me, sir. Do you know where the nearest gas station is? He's like, yeah, sorry. He's like, I think it's on Burnside. I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> so I had to push my scooter in the 90 degree weather, like just shoving it along, you know, like trying to carry all my stuff, you know, I dropped my helmet. I was like being all spastic, sweating so much. Like I have sweat and sweat and eye makeup in my eyes. I couldn't see anything. And I'm like, well, I don't know. And all of a sudden I see a car pull over. I'm like, oh God. Cause all I was hoping was that nobody would recognize me. I'm just like, please don't have any of my friends driving by right now and seeing what a jackass I look like. Cause I'm just pushing this, you know, scooter down, you know, down the road. I'm like, okay. Or down the sidewalk. So then this car, I, I hear a, a honking, and I look over, and I'm, like, still about four blocks away from Burnside. And this guy's like, Miss Dillon! He's like, hey, how's your day going today? <laughs> like, oh, no. And I didn't know him, and I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm already he's like, can I help you or anything? So, so it was a listener? <laughs> it that was a listener. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't remember your name because I was so flustered, and I was just embarrassed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know, nobody can really help me. I'm like, I'm just kind of walking to the gas station. I ran out of gas. There's no help from me. There's no help from me. 
And I'm just like, I'm really oh. sorry. <laughs> Listener, if you took a picture of that, please send that in no, to us. No, he was so nice, too. He's like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, no, I'm a jackass. I ran out of gas. He's like, again? I'm like, again? <laughs> You're like, no, now for that. <laughs> and so I'm pushing it. I finally get People it to People aren't even Burnside. surprised seeing you pushing your scooter down. God, seriously, no. So I finally get it to Burnside, and, like, I'm sweating, and, like, my eye makeup is running everywhere, and the gas station attendant just is looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, I am, but, I mean, like, he's looking at me like I'm super crazy. And, yeah, I finally get some gas and head home all shamed. <laughs> But you're right, I do need to keep better tabs on Yeah, that. you know, I mean, there are ways to check to see how much gas you have. I know, it really isn't that difficult. I just lift yeah. up the seat, open the gas nozzle, and see yeah. how much gas is that's, in there. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yep. Yeah. But um, the whole purpose of your mission, though, mm-hmm. of why you were on that scooter, so you were going to this place, I'm sorry, what was it called again? Uh, I was going to this place called, this establishment called The Shoe Mill. The Shoe Mill. At okay. Lloyd Center. All right. So, um, the thing about radio... Is that you never really know who's listening. That is very true. You know, like, for the for example, like, you know, last week we replayed the Poops on Poops story mm-hmm. where that guy, you know, like, I didn't realize that he was a listener. And then right. all of a sudden, you know, like, he deleted me on Facebook and said he never wanted to talk to me again because, you know, I was making fun of him. And I had no idea that he would even be listening to be made fun of. Exactly. Yeah. Same goes for businesses. Oh, I, uh, you know, because, like, you kind of do this for a while and you don't really realize, you know, that, you know, Portland is a community and there are friends of friends of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this past weekend, uh, you, we got lots of e- like emails from listeners and stuff like suggestions of things that we should do. Like some really awesome people are just like, here's, you know, like how to contact different people. Right. One of the people that actually contacted me is, I shit you not, the owner of the shoe mill. <laughs> Who listens the to the owner. show. The owner. The owner, like his family is, it's been his family's business for 30 years. Oh, Wow. So the owner... 30 years in all there in Lloyd Center? Well, I guess Lloyd Center's been around yeah, for a long time. Yeah, they have about seven different locations. Okay. So it's all... It's like a it's like a homegrown business. Like, he runs... Uh, this gentleman's name is Josh, and he runs the business with his three brothers and his father. Oh, wow. And uh, so I got this email from him, and it's just like... This is like, you know, regarding Fry's Boots. I'm like, holy shit. And I recognized his last name because that was the last name, you know, for um, that I was given by the guy who had treated me poorly at the shoe mill. The, the, the owner's name that you were given? Yeah, the owner's name that I was given. So okay. I'm just like, that's the same last name. You know, I look in the signature files, you know, just like managing, you know, like owner, shoe mill, you know, Portland, Oregon, Salem, Gresham, you know, all the, all the different locations. So I read this email and he's just like the nicest guy ever. And he wrote, you know what? I was listening to your, ep- he's like, I, you know, I was a fan of the Rick Emerson show and I listened to you guys when you were on KUFO. He's like, and uh, I recently discovered Fun Employment Radio, and he's like, and I was shocked to hear of, you know, how you were treated at my establishment. He's like, that is absolutely, here's the email I have right here. Okay. After listening to the show, I'm absolutely appalled at the way you were treated. I'm so sorry. You see, this is my family's business. My grandparents started started over 30 years ago, and now I get to work with my father and three brothers doing business in the community we live and live in. Uh, Our family treats us, our employees like family, and we expect them to do the same with our customers. This obviously didn't happen. Greg Nibbler, this is for you. We were on a buying trip last week when all of this occurred and never even had the chance to see your fry boots. Aha! Uh-huh. He never right. even showed them, did he? The store personnel didn't tell you the truth and, in fact, didn't even follow protocol. They didn't treat you with I any empathy it. or offer any solution. For that, I take pull, full responsibility and apologize. We will use your experience as a training opportunity within our entire company. That guy forgot that you even dropped him in, mm-hmm. realized you were coming down and pissed off, and just said, oh, yeah, the owner said no. Yeah, and he and blamed it on the to owner, away. too. Yeah, um, blamed <laughs> blamed the owner. Blamed the, wow. Yeah, that is not that's, that's good. That's a bad move uh, there. Generally, 
owners don't appreciate that. Yeah. So then, well, using then, their name and blaming them. He for said, and, they had and no idea he was about. also he was like insinuating too. He's just like, yeah, the owners. You know, there's not. And I felt kind of bad for the guy because he's like, well, there's not much I can do. You know, like they're the owner. Like, oh man, and just completely called out mm-hmm. on it. And wow. So, and so this, and you I, told him that you were immediate too. I did. I told him. And I, I had the crazy Apparently he didn't too. believe you. And then Josh goes on to say, I would like to make it right to you, uh, right by you, and if you'd like to drop off the boots at any of our locations, we will pay to have the boots resold and mail them back to you as quickly as possible. That is awesome. It is so awesome. So this guy was rad. You know, and it's not his fault. He doesn't know, you know, like, unless it's brought to somebody's attention, they don't know that somebody's being treated poorly. Yeah, no, absolutely. So then, yeah. So well, we, and the thing is, who knows how many other people exactly have been treated like this? Because, I mean, he is running, like, a whole bunch of different stores, and yeah, yeah. he doesn't know, and especially if they're saying Oh, lies. he's probably managing, I mean, a lot of people all at once. Yeah, there's no way that you can know Well, if the guy's telling an untruth, like, he seriously, he sat there and told me that the owners had looked at it and said that they were, um, yeah, that I couldn't oh. do anything about it. So, Wow. So, yeah, so we were writing back and forth, and so I wrote him back. You know, I'm just like, thank you. You're awesome. You know, this is really cool of you. I appreciate you making the situation right. I'm going to drop him off. So um, I told him I'd drop him off today, and he wrote me back and said the store was aware that I was going to be coming in. So I was really <laughs> <laughs> so I was really nervous today. So I woke up, and I'm like, okay. Because he's like, you can drop it off at any of our locations. I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go to the same one. Yes. Yeah, see. So, oh. yeah, so I got on my scooter and um, rode there, and I'm, like, really nervous, and I have my boots in my bag, and... Um, you know, and I'm like carrying my helmet and I'm walking toward the store. I'm like, oh my God, okay. I'm really freaked out. Because what if this guy like yells at me or something? Even though I didn't say anything He's that was not, alive. That guy yeah. was not going to yell at you at that point. Well, He's I walked in, probably happy he still has a job. Well, I walked in and he was nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Huh. And it was just Quite a, a woman who, was, who treated me very well. I have to say the woman who was there was very nice. I'm just like, hi, my name's Sarah Dillon. Um, I talked to Josh and he said that it would be all right to um, you know, drop off my boots with you. He was going to have them resold. She's like, oh, yes, yes. He called me about that. That would be just fine. And so I just gave him to him. I was like, thank you. And she's like, uh-huh. And I just walked out. And I didn't, yeah, and I didn't see the dude. Wow. So it went really well. So now they have my boots. So thank you, Josh, owner of the shoe mill. It was not their fault. It was... It was yeah. in a yeah yeah so like you have you have no control over what other people do especially if you're not aware of it that's now, the thing and well you know in a way you kind of did them a service by drawing attention to this because mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean that sucks when like one person and well you know, a lot of money goes their entire, that show t- their, their store entire too. business yeah. yeah I mean and it could have been anyone not just you I mean who knows how who else this has been done to in the, using the owner's name. S- like seriously them? tarnishing like, yeah, the owner's would, name and yeah, saying like just, oh no he looked at him sorry like especially that is not cool after he let me left me you know sitting there on hold for 10 minutes while he was talking to his co-worker and then I call back and he's like oh yeah yeah sorry about that uh bad news like when I was talking to him like, oh why wouldn't you just be like yeah the owners are on a buying trip they haven't had a chance to look at it I'm sorry yeah but just right. tell the truth you know I just want them to see it and I can't mm. do anything until they get back so anyway my boots are currently being resold uh, courtesy of the shoe mill, which I'm kind of stoked because I've broken them in, you know, and they're like, they're yeah. like my feet's friends now. So now once they have the new soles, I'll be good to go. My feet's friends. My feet's friends. <laughs> they feel good on my feet. They feel so good on my feet. Wow. Well, it worked. I was shocked. I got that when I was driving back from Seattle and I got this email. I'm just like, somebody's totally messing with me. Like, there's no way. Yeah. That, you know, this, and, and sure as hell, like it was him. Wow. And I was just like, God, I sounded like I had Tourette's that episode. Well, way to go, Shoe Mill. Yes. That is, that is awesome. Thank you for writing a yeah. wrong. Like, that is very cool. They are a local business, and that was really awesome of them to contact me and step up to the plate. Yeah. That was awesome. Very Thank cool. Thank you, Josh. And Shoe Mill. And Shoe Mill. The end. <laughs> and scene. That is awesome. Yeah. I was, I was very, very happy, so... That's my boot story. And then I ran out of gas. <laughs> I was like, am I being punished? Because I'm like, I don't know. 
As soon as I ran, I guess I'm like, God, I'm just a space cadet. What's going on with you? I feel like I've been talking too much. <laughs> no, no, because I was curious how that actually uh, was going to resolve itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to know that they stood up for themselves. Yeah. No, I've been um, I've been fretting a little bit on my own because because of an email that we got yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an email from someone. So yesterday I was talking about that bug that bit me that wasn't a mosquito that oh, looked like yeah. a giant flying tick with the creature wings. that probably laid eggs in you. Yes, and uh, someone actually emailed in. Let me see if I can get my email open here. And... Um, Kind of brought up what they think it was. And I took a look at the pictures, and I'm pretty sure it's it. So it's No way. What is it? It's something it called something a louse fly, which anything with the word louse in it is automatically terrifying. I mean, I didn't even know for sure what a louse was. I thought it was like a flea, but apparently they get big enough to fly. Oh. And, um, yeah, so uh, let me see if I can pull up here exactly what this thing is. It's, a louse fly. There's a picture there if you if you go to our, uh, to our email that you might be able to see. And... We'll put this up at funemploymentradio.com. This thing is absolutely terrifying. Oh. And it looks exactly so like what I saw. this is when you were in California. This is when I was in Northern California. Yeah, when I was at uh, Lake Shasta. Okay. And apparently, the thing with this bug is that it lives on deer a lot of the times. And sure enough... <gasps> That's where all the deer were. It was infested with deer who were acting crazy and trying to charge me. <gasps> And I got bit by something probably that was living on it. I am just looking at this. It's called the deer louse fly, and it's a blood feeder. Yeah. Oh, and they can live on deer for up to six months just drinking their blood before they transfer to another mammal. <gasps> Guess who the other mammal was? Oh, <laughs> Greg Nibbler for a thousand? <laughs> oh, it's so Oh, my that God, is do so you have disgusting. rabies? No, I don't have rabies. They don't transfer rabies. Do they lay eggs in you? Because there are two points, they and it only bit you eggs. at once. Is your vein getting darker? Is it filling full of eggs? Are it you is, gonna have? It is right on my vein. Oh, and that is that's where when it swelled up, that's where it swelled was. Yeah. It followed the vein. I bet because it implanted so it its like eggs inside long. of there. There are no eggs in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. You sure about that? I probably should. Don't touch it too hard. You don't want to oh, kill no, the babies. Oh, now it is really bad. Yeah. Kill the babies. Oh god, that's disgusting. The idea of something like no, there's no eggs in there. It's okay, just nurture them, just you know, sing them lullabies, and I'm gonna cut it out. Them to sleep. I'm just gonna cut the whole thing off. <laughs> what are they like suicide bugs? Like they want you to slit your wrists? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna cut it. Oh man, that would be a Darwin one. Man tries to remove bite, accidentally slits wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So apparently that's what it is, and I, I kid you not, I actually had a nightmare about them, about a whole bunch of them. Laying like on you're me covered in louse flies. Yeah. And I couldn't get them off, and I kept swatting at them, and then I'd turn around, there'd be another one on another arm. And they're contaminating and you they're and all giving biting you the, me. the deer rabies. Yeah, I mean, if you see the picture of this thing, it is really, really disgusting. I oh, mean, no, I'm looking at a picture right now. That is yeah, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. It looks so like a I, flying green cockroach I, with well, wings. Yeah, kind of. Oh, or like big, a giant fat tick. legs. Yeah, that's the thing. It was the big, fat oh, legs. That's God. why I said it looked like a tick. Yeah, it's really, really Those legs look like they pop. They're all, like, meaty. Oh, gross. <laughs> meaty and filled with blood. Uh, maybe, like, they have little, like, things on their feet, too, and it just, like, got y'all. Oh! Stop itching it, Greg. It itches now. The babies I can't aren't ready to be born it. yet. Stop saying babies in my arm. <laughs> that is... Regardless of whether I want it or not, I'm going to end up having a nightmare about that. And obviously, I don't want it, but I, there's no stopping it now. I will dream about that. I know. Thank you for implanting that in my. No problem. Well, it's going to be like it's just going to start in your wrist, and it's just going to start traveling through your veins. I mean, because everything's kind of connected. Pretty soon, you're going to be f- full of babies. 
and they're gonna be really itchy and then you're gonna be laying there one night and all of a sudden you're like why are my veins looking so puffy and all of a sudden it's gonna explode and you're gonna have like all these things flying out of your body my children oh that's so gross that is so gross yeah ew you have eggs inside of you there are not eggs inside of me I'm just I just I hope I don't have rabies one I thing thought I was you were gonna go about, for the pun and tell me so do you ew bam <laughs> no I'm too I'm too fixated <laughs> on my wrist to, to think of that no, the I have a knife if you want to cut it out. <laughs> You're encouraging me to cut things out of my wrist? Hmm. Um, Fun employment No, the thing I'm worried about, though, is Sarah. because that, <laughs> that deer was, uh, was so weird and aggressive. Like, why was it so aggressive? Probably because it had rabies or some other kind of, you know... Sickness. That's not how you get rabies, is it? You and the louse fly bit, was sitting on it, sucking out all of its juices for six months. <laughs> Stop saying juices. Traveling around Northern saying, California, dis- like riding bareback. Those are disgusting terms. <laughs> riding bareback on it, just being like, all right, I've had enough feeding on you. I'm ready for some fresh blood. Oh. Who's that mammal over there? <laughs> now I'm starting to examine all the other <laughs> bites on me, too, to try to figure out. Well, they're probably all connected in some way. Yeah, look at that one. That one's all yeah, red. Yeah, see? And I got a big They're going to merge together. Too. That one on, you know, like they're on opposite arms. They can meet in the middle. There are like a whole bunch of tiny little bites on my arm. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Let's, let's change. Let's change subjects. Let's talk about something else. Besides my bites. Ah, oh, I can't get it out of my head now. Well, I think we have to. Should we get ready um, for. Yes, we probably should. Uh, I think that um, something is going to happen. First. Yes. So this is really, 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 really fucking cool. Yes, it's very cool, and uh, we can't say what it is. Uh, we have to wait for this person to reveal what. But it is. we do have somebody who is, yeah, calling in from an undisclosed location who uh, wants to talk about something. Yes, something uh, very important. Something that we are, can all be a part of. Yes, something that we all get to enjoy. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty cool. So yeah, we should probably take a break. Okay. Um, oh yeah, one other thing. Shoot, I was going to say, because yesterday I talked about how I was going to talk about the incident that occurred that possibly may involve legal people. Mm-hmm. Really, it, uh, I don't think legal people are going to be involved, but insurance companies are involved. I, can't, I still can't talk about it. Okay. God, it's, I cannot wait to talk about it. Okay, well, but yeah. I can't yet. Cover your tracks, make sure everything's good to go. And I have to, because once again, you never know who's listening. Mm-hmm. So that is why I'm not going to say anything until this is resolved. Lesson learned. But after it is resolved, I have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Um, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's stop for a second and uh, get this person on the line. All right. Okay, I think we're ready. We have our, uh, our, so our mystery person on the line. So this is a listener. His name is Kevin, and uh, he is calling in here to talk about something. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Kevin. Are you there? I am here. How are you guys? Good, good. Kevin, Pe- we're very, very, very excited. Yes, this will be a uh, a fun employment first. Absolutely. (laughs) This is definitely a first. I've worked in radio for about 10 years, and I've never, ever actually been a part of something like this. Well, that's good. I I wanted it to be kind of a a surprise, so I hope it works. I I would... Imagine it will be a surprise. I mean, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty amazing that uh, that you've chosen this. We're definitely very honored mm-hmm. that you have chosen this venue to um, for what you're going to do. Well, I appreciate you guys doing it for me. Um, I know she loves the show. It's it's one of her favorite things, and and I've and I've you know listened to every episode with you guys, and we're just really glad to have you guys as part of our as part of our everyday lives. Otherwise, I mean, I know I've sent you know email saying. We wouldn't be able to get through our day, so you guys are just as important to us as, as listeners are to you. 
That is so wow. cool. Thank you. That is now this, you're welcome. Now the she that you refer of, uh, what what's her name? I'm sorry, what's that? Uh, this the she that you're talking about, what's her name? Oh, um, her name is Amanda. Oh, Amanda, that's uh, a pretty name. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh she's been putting up with me for uh, over five years now, so Wow. Five years. Well, that's a yeah. long time to be together. How uh, how did Absolutely. you and, how did you and Amanda meet? Um, actually, I used to cook at a restaurant, and she was um, one of the waitresses there. It was um, her first job, and and one of my first jobs. We were still um, in high school. Wow! So, and you guys yeah. have been together since. How old are you now? Um, I'm 25, and she's 23. Wow! Awesome. Five years. That yep. is a that is a yeah. long time. God, I can't even yep. make it like yep. five weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it, it takes a lot of work, but um, it's, it's, it's worth it. You know, when you finally figure it out, it's totally worth it. Well, and uh, yeah. she, she listens to the show every day. Is that, is that right? Yep. She listens to it every morning. She, um, she downloads it, you know, the next day, the yesterday show, and she listens to it every morning at work. All right. Well, um, I believe there is, there's something you wanted to say. And uh, yep. if you don't mind, we might just turn it over to you to uh, say what you wanted. And we have a song that you requested. Uh, for this, yes. which um, do you want to say what it is? Absolutely, it is. Uh, it's my all-time favorite Courage song, um, "Hangover in My Heart," which is awesome. All right, here it is. Take it away, Kevin. Okay. Um, hi, baby. Um, I know you're sitting at your desk right now, just waiting for the day to end and listening to the show. Uh, I really wanted to surprise you, and I know how much you love Fun Employment Radio, so I wanted to tell you how much I love you in front of all the listeners so lucky to be with you and have someone as funny and supportive as you have been over the last five years and i want you to be in my life forever will you be the anita to my chester the sammy to my ronnie there's no one else i want to share my life with and i want to imbibe in all your precious tidings and fingerings please marry me and i promise i'll make you a rainbow a double rainbow all the way so please please don't leave a hangover in my heart i love you sweetheart you made me cry (laughs) <laughs> you even wow. hit the post, <laughs> Kevin. That is. So I wanted you guys. I wanted you guys to be just as much of a part of that as 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 I was. So I hope I hope that you uh, enjoyed it as much as I did. Kevin, words can't express how grateful we are right now, and that is a beautiful proposal. I uh, I yes. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that's that's amazing, and um, I believe the ball is now in Amanda's court. <laughs> so I believe. Absolutely. That- yeah, we'd like to maybe uh, hear back from uh, you two and hear how everything pans out. Absolutely, I'll be uh, I'll be sure to call the show and let you guys know how it went. Oh, please, please do. All right, I will. Well, Kevin, well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it so much more than you'll ever know. Thank you so much for the opportunity just to be on the show and, and talk to you guys. It's it's just it's all together. It's it's just a great experience. So thank you so much, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you. That's Kevin, thank you. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Um, take care, and I will, uh, I'll call you when I have an answer. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. All right, guys. Take care, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, um... I don't even know how to. I don't even know. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> so uh, and 
Fingers crossed she says yes. But she's been with him for five years. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that the... I'm thinking there's probably a pretty good chance she's going to say yes. No, and of course, like, he seemed really cool. And if, like, they both like our show, we're fucking crazy. Like, obviously, they're yeah. meant to be. Yeah, they're meant to be. Yeah. Two crazies like that that <laughs> listen to our show that regularly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they are meant to be. <laughs> well, he was... When I was talking to him off the air, he did tell me um, that this next segment was one of his favorites. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Oh! All right, well, that's pressure now. Now I don't want to screw Do it up. for Kevin. All right, Kevin, I'm Greg Nibbler. Greg Let's talk balls. Greg wants to show you his balls. I feel weird doing that right now because they're obviously having some magical moment while listening to the show. <laughs> and here I am. Let's talk balls. Like all our coworkers are coming over and listening to this right now. Or whoever else is around. And this is what they're hearing. Don't overthink it. Be a pro. All right, I'm going to open a beer. Yeah, amen. Hey, celebration. Mm-hmm. Cheers to them. Cheers. Cheers. Air cheer. Oh, Air cheers. Oh, got go. it. All right. Cheers to the hopefully happy couple. If you're not a happy couple right now, we are so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel well, comfortable saying that because we obviously know our twisted sense of humor. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't even plan this, but this does work out perfect. Speaking of happy couples, uh, there is a, um, a very famous basketball star who has proposed to a girlfriend, which I had no idea these two were even together. So Shaquille O'Neal got divorced from his wife like maybe two years ago. Mm. It was like some, it was a really, I know it was in all the papers and like a really uh, uh, rough divorce, I believe is what it was. Rough divorce? That sounds sexy. Rough divorce. <laughs> I'm going to give you a rough divorce. <laughs> um, but uh, he has found love in someone that I just, I had no idea. I could never have guessed that this is who he would be with. But uh, did you ever watch Flavor of Love? Yes. Oh, yeah, with New York and hoops and all of them? Yes. One of those two you just mentioned is now engaged to Shaquille O'Neal. Not New York. Not New York. Hoops. Hoops. Oh, my God. Shaquille O'Neal is apparently with one of Flava Flav's exes. One of his leftovers. One of his leftovers. Flava Flav was all up on that. You don't want to be, yeah. Around that. Yeah, everywhere in between. You don't want to be a part of that. But uh, Shaquille O'Neal does. So he is uh, apparently proposed to Hoops, and they are now engaged to be married. It's just so weird. Like, he's Shaquille O'Neal. You would think that he'd be... I mean, he's Shaq. Yes. He can find someone that wasn't a reality and star she that dated Flavor like, Flav. She's pretty, but she isn't like, oh yeah. my god, yeah, the I mean, person ever. She was the hottest one on Flavor of Love. That doesn't really say much. Yeah, that doesn't say much. Yeah, that's not, that's not <laughs> something to base good looks on. I mm. mean, so, uh, yeah, it's like her or Punkin'. Punkin, that was the blonde girl, right? Yeah, she's the one that spit on Miss New York. Oh, yeah, and then New York grabbed her hair and, like, yeah. threw her down the ground. Yeah. I so, was obsessed with that show when it was on. I watched it as well. <laughs> I did. I admit. And I watched part of the second one, but I, I lost interest after that. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Hoops and Shaq engaged to be married. and um, Weird. Really weird. And that's not the only Shaquille O'Neal news I have. So... He really is a really weird guy. So one of the things that he's been doing, and he's been doing this for a while, and I knew about it, is that he um, works with police departments in whatever city he's in. And he's actually a reserve officer or sheriff, um, one or the other, for L.A., Phoenix, and Miami, all three different cities where he's um, played in. And on top of that, he does something for them where... He actually goes on the internet and he does one of those uh, try to seek out a pedophile type of things. So he goes on the internet. Shaquille O'Neal pretends to be a 15-year-old girl named Tanya and lure in pedophiles. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That's what he does in his spare time? That's what he does in his spare time? I mean, you know, I guess that's a good thing to try to catch pedophiles, but it's just weird that it's Shaquille O'Neal. So all these pedophiles are out there thinking they're talking to a 15-year-old fifteen girl, girl named Tanya. Really, they're talking to a seven foot two giant, giant man who plays basketball. Shaquille O'Neal. Um, so, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. The big Aristotle. Uh, so, yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. He freaks me out. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Like, I'm, I mean, I know he's notorious for Shazam and whatnot. And all <laughs> yeah, Shaq Diesel, Shaq Fu. <laughs> oh no, you played me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shaq Fu with the Fu Schnickens. Um, but yeah, that's that's I guess what he does now in his uh, in his spare time. That and play with hoops. So anyway, there we go. Uh, moving on. Something that didn't end very well. Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods and Elon Nordgren are officially divorced. Are no longer. Are no longer. So uh, Elon officially got her $100 million for, uh, for the divorce. How was that, Greg? $100 million. <laughs> He's a very wealthy man. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> and now she is too. Uh, woman. Woman, yes. <laughs> Unless very wealthy you know lady. That I don't. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't look that way. Yeah, she is pretty hot. Um... That just sounded weird. I don't know why I just said it like yeah, that. Yeah, you're kind of like blurting right now. <laughs> Take another sip of beer. All right. Tiger Woods, divorced. Eileen Norgren, rich. Um, moving on. It's a potpourri of balls today. I have to admit. Okay. It's uh, there's a there's a smattering of different news going on. Um, just like your face. It kind of worked. It didn't work at all. No, no. I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Thank you. Um, all right, the British Olympics are coming up in 2012, so the Olympics are going to be in London. And uh, one of the things, though, that the British have issued, and they've issued this to basically a whole bunch of uh, cultural do's and don'ts, uh, reminding their citizens, reminding uh, British people of what to say and not to say to uh, foreigners when they come to town, and especially worrying about offending Australians, New Zealanders, and Americans. So there were, and Canadians as well. So, um, and, and these are weird. See, so these are appar- this is apparently a slang that I didn't know about. So they said um, Brits shouldn't be offended if visiting Australians or New Zealanders call them palms. P-O-M-S. Palms? Yeah. Like what pom-poms? does that mean? Do you know what that means? No. Yeah. Apparently that's some Pomp- kind of slang. assholes? Maybe. I don't know. Pompous? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, limey, I know. That's... Uh, British people don't like being called that, or English people anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, palms apparently. But I guess Australians and New Zealanders don't mean it to be offensive; they mean it as a term of endearment. I don't know. Hmm. I'm, I'm just going to call the next British guy, see a palm, and see what happens. No, you I should call Mark, Mark Henty a palm. Mark Henty, you palm. Mark Henty, you're such a palm. <laughs> don't be a palm and a Burke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently, that's offensive. Uh, they also warned them that uh, Canadians. Do not like being mistaken for Americans. Mm. So uh, that's something that they do. Ha- that's true. That's true. Canadians don't like being called Americans. I mean, uh, we love we love Canadians, but they don't like being called us. Uh, so that's something that they have to worry about. Also, it's like a love hate thing. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's nice that you like us, but um, please don't taint us with all of you. <laughs> What's wrong with your country? When I went to London in two thousand, they actually recommended um, through the uh, study abroad program they went to th- to put like a Canadian flag patch on your bag. Yep. I heard that same thing because mm-hmm. I went over um, in 2003, so it was right... People weren't too fond of America when I, had, when I headed over there. Have they ever been too fond of America? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, they, you were encouraged yeah, to say that you were Canadian. 
Yeah, there's like, it's all right. You don't have to tell people. Like, they weren't saying, like, don't say you're not American, but they're like, but you don't have to say that you are. You don't have to admit it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Hey, Canada. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing. Also, I guess Japanese people don't like it if you stare at them, sneeze in their presence, or expose the soles of your shoes. I've heard the soles of your shoes thing, not the Well, soles of the anything. shoes, I know Arabic people don't like that either because that's, I mean, that's It's a sign, of, a sign of disrespect, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a sign of disrespect. I didn't realize Japanese people went that same way, but also the sneezing in their presence. So I guess, you can't help it. Yeah, I know. I don't know what you do with that. I mean, if you hold it in, aren't you like destroying brain cells by not sneezing? That's what I always heard. Like, if you hold your sneeze in, it's like bad because it builds up pressure and... I don't know. I don't know, buddy. More medical advice from FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, those are a bunch of the different things that um, that they need to worry about. And also, uh, Germans are apparently offended if you make a hand sign for okay. Oh, that's what it is? It's asshole? Okay. Kenny B is in the studio. In Kenny effect. B is in the studio. So that means asshole. That means apparently. asshole? Yeah. And I know, um, yeah, this is, well, is it that? Yeah, this is flipping somebody off. Yeah. In, uh, in, in England. the UK. Yeah, in the UK. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Different warnings that they need. Like I said, potpourri of balls. Sorry. There was a, uh, well, I guess I need to talk about this because I didn't talk about it the other day. Lou Piniella. Uh, for any baseball fan, they know who Lou Piniella is. He's, is I've he actually. Is a disease named after him? No, that's Lou Gehrig. Oh. That's Lou Gehrig. Yeah. He, he passed away quite some time from said disease. Uh, Lou Piniella, though, still alive and kicking, just uh, retiring. So he, um, he's been in baseball for five decades. So this guy's been around forever, and he's the manager of the Chicago Cubs, or was. And he abruptly decided to retire. I guess his mother is ailing, so he has um, decided to retire. And he made the announcement before a game against the Atlanta Braves. So it's the Chicago Cubs. You'd think they would go out and, you know, give him five decades in baseball. you think they'd play their hardest, give him a good game to go out, go out with a win. Instead, the Cubs decided to lose 16-5. to 16-5. So ending his five-decade run, yeah. that uh, I mean, not just Aww. losing, getting destroyed. But it's the Chicago Cubs. That's what they're best at. So Lou Piniella, out of Major League Baseball. I I always thought he was awesome. He kind of throws temper tantrums a lot, and at least he used to when he was younger, which was always entertaining. He's the kind of guy that would kick dirt on a, on an ump and, like, mm. kick dirt over oh, the... Oh, that's uh, sexy. <laughs> no, it's not. I know where not. sexy came into no, it. No, 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 It's so annoying. Like, when, Am I mind. supposed to say something that's... I don't understand. No, when someone throws a temper tantrum and they're mm. a grown man. Oh, no, it's entertaining, though. <laughs> that is entertaining. It's, it's entertaining. True. Yeah. So, anyway. Unless you're dating them. He was one of those guys. Um, <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> uh, there's uh, also another fiasco has gone down in the arm wrestling world. So, there's a uh, there was a giant arm wrestling match in Florida. I love Kenny B. It went on. What's <laughs> he handing you a new beer? Oh, yeah, you still need to talk about I that. I need to tell the Kenny G story. I'll tell yeah. it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there was an arm wrestling fiasco. So there's a big arm wrestling tournament that went on in Florida. And uh, one of the wrestlers lost a match. And instead of just graciously saying, all right, you win, I am out of the match, he decided to get really pissed, pissed off about it, went and got in his pickup truck, drove it into a crowd, and ended up holding a rifle to the head of the guy who beat him. What? Because he lost in an arm wrestling match. Well, they're pretty intense. They are pretty intense. <laughs> Apparently, his entire sense of self worth was tied up into losing this arm wrestling match. And uh, yeah, he he did not. Uh, no one was harmed. Uh, he was was promptly arrested and sent to jail. But yes, um, a bit of what you would call a sore loser, I believe that might be the definition of one. All right, and finally, <laughs> we have this. This this is one of the. 
most insane sports that I have ever uh, ever heard about. So it takes place in Italy, and it's called the Fight Football League. And I'm so I'm amazed that this didn't come up in the U.S. first. Uh, but it's it's in Italy. So what it is, it's this game kind of like rugby, where they move the ball forward and they pass it back and forth two teams. Um, but on top of that, it's mixed with UFC. So they have gloves on. And you're encouraged, like, if somebody has the ball, you can beat the crap out of them at any time you want. What? Yeah, so, um, and I I have a, uh, I'll try to f- see if I can find this. There's a video, actually, of a um, promo video for them. And so what it is, yeah, they, they're encouraged. And the thing is, if one person gets taken out, gets knocked out, or removed, or, or is incapacitated, they're removed from the match, and you can't send in a replacement. So basically, they're encouraging them to beat someone into Beating submission someone to a pulp? so that they can no longer play and then your team gets an advantage. <laughs> it's insane. Wow. Yeah, and I've watched some of the promos for this thing. I gotta say, I would probably watch it. Like, it's, pre- it's pretty nuts. Just these dudes, I mean, they team up on each other and just beat the crap out of each other to uh, to get this ball. And so, I would not be surprised if this makes, it, makes its way to the U.S. very soon. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be a U.S. sport, guaranteed. But, uh, yes, Italy. Out in front with the fight football league. I'd watch it. I'm not a big UFC fan. I know uh, our friend Antonio keeps trying to get me to watch uh, yes. UFC. He's, it's like his goal in life. It's his mission, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, I will. I'll watch. And it, I just, I don't know. I'm just not that into it. But uh, I understand. I don't like watching people beat the shit out of each other. Like, it's not something I find enjoyable. Yeah, I'll watch, like, a big heavyweight boxing match. Every now and then I'll be interested in that. But even that's pretty rare. Um, I don't know. Just not that into it. But uh, this, this I would be into. Okay. I will watch this. All right. All right. Fight Football League. There we go. And that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Dedicated to Kevin. Uh, all right. Well, we should also mention we didn't even talk about this. We had so yeah. much excitement coming on. Uh, we have a guest coming in we uh, that we talked about yesterday, which is Andy Wood. And we did say that there was going to be someone else, but um, I guess he can't make it. Yes, he can't so. make it today because he's getting ready for a show. But yeah, Andy Wood, the proprietor of uh, the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and also uh, involved in the new comedy club that's opening. So yeah, Helium Comedy Club. Helium yeah. Comedy Club. Yeah, so he's yeah. going to come and talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, we have him coming in a minute. Well, maybe we should do. Should we do World of Crazy before he shows up? Oh, <laughs> somebody's on top of it. And by the way, I want to thank Kenny B for buying the cold beer because the beer that I brought with me yes. was a little warmish. But I bought it a little earlier and then it was like cooking in the sun when I was well, riding Well, it's like bike. 90-some degrees outside mm. right now. Yeah. So this is quite delicious. Yes. Yes. Thank you, scrumptious. Kenny Scrumptious. It's so scrumptious. Ew. Yeah, that sounded kind of creepy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan, and this is my... World of crazy, and it's uh, I am Sarah Dylan, and this is my world of crazy. <laughs> I'm talking like the midget on Twin Peaks. Shh, I mean, little person. <laughs> no idea what that even means. All know. right, first up, headline reads: Angry wife chops off husband's penis. Oh, oh, that's here we go. A Ho Chi Minh City man's penis was successfully reattached after his wife cut it off while he was sleeping. Oh. <sighs> yes, it took more than two hours to reattach his penis, his uh, surgeon said, Dr. Duong Quang Vu of Cho Rei General Hospital. 
Luckily, the operation was successful, and his penis will soon operate as normal. Really? Yes. That's that's encouraging news. It is. So if somebody ever cuts off your penis, just know. Don't ever even say that. <laughs> Don't ever even say that. Wow, that was a like that. big response. I think every male would always. Doctor Vu said that the victim's family reported the couple had argued or argued over an extramarital affair that he had had. The victim had come home drunk and had argued with his wife. <laughs> After he went to sleep, she allegedly cut off his penis. Oh. With a fruit knife. Oh. She was subsequently arrested. Onward and upward. Yes, I am grabbing my crotch right now. Smattering of crazy. Dateline, Florida. In Miami, Florida, police officers on bike patrol reportedly observed a male later uh, later identified as Miami University sophomore Jacob Lieben, staggering in the alley behind a Methodist church. According to police reports, the officers followed Pleben, 19 years old, to the corridor leading to the church's back door where he proceeded to urinate all over the building. The officer, all over the building? Was he like walking while he's doing yeah, it? Yeah, he was just, just spraying it everywhere. <laughs> the officer reportedly identified himself as the police and asked if the male knew that he was urinating on a Methodist church. According to the police report, it was apparent Pleban did know what he was doing because he replied, Of course I know. I'm Catholic and we're much better than the Methodists. Oh, wow. Way to represent Catholics. Way to go there, Mr. Pleban. Pleban reportedly had the odor of an alcoholic beverage on his breath, wobbled what? on his feet, and slurred his words. He was charged with public urination, disorderly conduct, and underage intoxication. Yeah. That's going to make people like Catholics more. They all love us anyway. They really do. I know, seriously. Worldwide. <laughs> Loved by all. The shit show continues. A North Dakota inmate... This is my favorite pun of the day, by the way. And I did not write this. This was in the news story. A North Dakota inmate was not afraid of making a spectacle of himself when he grabbed another suspect's glasses and started to eat them. Did you Did you write that? No, no, I didn't. I wish okay. I did, though. <laughs> I totally would take credit for that if I did. <laughs> Burley County Sheriff's uh, Office Lee Wikowski said the 42-year-old inmate at the county detention center became frustrated when he was not able to talk to a, a chaplain, so he decided to swallow both lenses and piece of the metal frame from the, of the sheriff's glass from his glasses. So he took off his glasses and ate both of the lenses and the metal frames. <laughs> I don't even know if I he did that to his own glasses. Uh, no, he grabbed, somebody grabbed the el- he grabbed the police officer's glasses and ate them. He swallowed both lenses and most of the metal frame. So he swallowed glass and metal and thought that was going to get that sheriff Yes. for everything. The inmate was taken to the hospital but was returned to jail after doctors determined that he was okay and it would naturally pass oh, through. Can you imagine passing metal glass, glass frames? <laughs> the glasses oh. were worth... $250, he will have to pay the officer back Can't for they them. just recover him? <laughs> oh, God, Kenny B, no. <laughs> this is my favorite headline. Well, actually, no, I have two favorite headlines of the day. But this is number one. And it doesn't make any sense. So here goes. Male model loses earlobe in gay bar fight. What? Male model loses earlobe in gay bar fight. All right. Male model loses earlobe in gay bar fight. 
a familiar figure in New York's gay nightlife scene, is free on bail after allegedly chomping off the earlobe of a male model at a fancy rooftop club. So this guy's name is Leahy, and he allegedly attacked Ronnie Brown, who's 25, at a weekly gay party and bit his earlobe off in the process. Wow. Brown goes on to say, I reached for my ear and it wasn't there. Oh. The earlobe has since been sewn back on, but, quote, it looks like a dog mangled it, said Brown, who told the newspapers that he fears losing his modeling jobs because of said mangled ear. Who bites an earlobe? Really? Well, except for Mike Tyson. Well, yeah, Mike Tyson, obviously. Insane. Mm. But, I mean... If you're gonna lose the fight, lose the fight. Yeah, walk don't off. Bite off don't bite off some Yeah, no, don't do that. Bad. No biting. All right. So he told. Uh, he said that they had an altercation. Then Leahy threw a glass into Brown's face. This is the guy. Brown is the guy whose earlobe was bitten off. Leahy was mad because Brown refused to make out with him, and then they started fighting. <laughs> you it, bitch. It was when they had knocked each other down onto the floor that Brown saw Leahy go for his ear where his earring was, but I didn't think twice about it until he pulled away with blood and something flapping from his mouth, and someone said that my ear was bleeding. Oh. James Leahy, the ear eater, uh, was arraigned in New York City on two counts of first-degree felony assault. His name is Jim Leahy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, that's funny. Do you know him? No, no, no. Uh, have you ever seen... Um, oh, God, why am I drawing a blank now? It's the Canadian show about the Trailer Park trailer park Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jim Leahy's the uh, Trailer Park manager. Well, this Jim Leahy uh, is a transvestite who also goes by the name Jane Lane. <laughs> okay. Jane Lane. <laughs> Jane Lane. So he's being charged with uh, first-degree felony assault with intent to disfigure another person seriously and permanently. He faces as much as 25 years in prison if convicted. Wow. Yes. Once again, male model loses earlobe in gay bar fight. And finally, this is a submission from a listener, so thank you, listener Tyler. This is my number one favorite headline of the day. Man in banana costume arrested after indecent exposure. Oh, is this from uh, Tyler? Uh, my friend Tyler? I don't know if it's from your uh, friend Tyler. Is it on the Facebook page? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this takes place, uh, let's see, in a, in a city that I'm familiar with, Port Angeles. Have you been to Port Angeles? I have been to Port Angeles. God, you know what? People lately aren't making the Northwest look very good. <laughs> no. Sheriff's deputies arrested a man in Port Angeles after finding him in a child's banana costume after he exposed himself at a Port Angeles restaurant. Yes, according to the news, Carlton Jeffrey Connert is suspected of exposing himself to a woman at a Port Angeles Wendy's and then driving through, <laughs> driving to Four Seasons brandishing a shotgun in a banana costume. He was arrested for an investigation of reckless endangerment, aiming or discharging a weapon, and indecent exposure. (laughs) They didn't offer much of an explanation for the yellow banana costume. The police said that all they know is that he was drinking excessively earlier in the day, but couldn't come up with an answer for why he was wearing the child's banana costume. After the alleged incident, the suspect stopped at Four Seasons, where he got out still dressed in a banana costume, brandishing a shotgun and yelling obscenities at all of the customers. Deputies wow. then arrested the man in the child's banana costume a short time later. It's kind of hard to make a getaway when you're in the uh... <laughs> The deputies went on to say, quote, the banana costume has been seen, is seized and put into evidence. <laughs> I had a smattering too, Greg. That was a smattering. <laughs> That's all I've got for today. That is your world of crazy.
All right, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, a comedian, the founder of Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and now a part of the new Helium Comedy Club, <laughs> the one and only Andy Wood. Hello, sir. Hello, guys. How you doing? Good. Doing well. Thank you very much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Are you doing better now that you don't have the sun in your face? Much better. It's a beautiful <laughs> space you guys got, though. I'm amazed with this thing. Thank you. Yeah. We're kind of stoked. It, make us, it makes us feel like grown-ups a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah. 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 It's a lot better than my spare bedroom, where we started off in. Which we were in for about six months. Mm-hmm. Not that there was anything wrong with that, but like no. bringing in bringing in guests <laughs> to this pair bedroom yeah. got a little. Yeah, it, was, it got to. It's like, oh yeah, there's my roommate on the couch watching uh, Sports Center. Don't mind him. Come on in. That's I swear we're professional. Let's give it more Portland cred, though, right? That's, <laughs> that's totally DIY. <laughs> so, um, so let's see. So you started the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. When did? How many years has it been now? Uh, it's only been three years now. We started in uh, March of '08, and it wasn't just me. It was also uh, Matt Bronger, who is a guy from Portland who's been on Mad TV, and uh, Kimberly Brady, and uh, Jen Lane was instrumental in helping get it over to to Hawthorne, where it's been focused for the last three years. So yeah, she has helped us a lot, a lot out too. Jen Lane of Barfly Fame, who we've had on here before. <laughs> a Barfly Fame, Barfly like Fame, <laughs> and we actually did, yeah, go um, to the Bridgetown Comedy Festival to a couple of the shows last year. It was really fun. You liked it, yeah, yeah. What'd you guys see? Uh, well, we were there for, there was the media party. Yeah, we went to the media party, and then I went to, uh, I'm so bad with names, but we went to a, a few of the shows, and they were always, like, insanely packed, and everyone was, like, super excited about everyone that they were seeing. Yeah, you guys yeah. had some big names in town, too. Yeah, we had Oscar from The Office, and uh, Danny Pudi from Community, and Maria Bamford. Yeah, tons of good stuff. Oh, yeah, and we met, um, I'm, I'm once oh, again drawing dude, a blank uh, on his name, but the guy from 30 Rock. Oh yeah, Pete. Uh, Pete. Yeah, Pete Hornberger. Uh, <laughs> yes. Scott Adson from Thirty Rock. Scott yeah, Adson. Yeah, yeah that yes. guy was super cool. I think we kind of weirded him out though, because I was trying not to. I wasn't aggressive. I'm just like, hey, you know, fan of the show, and he's just like, oh, okay, and kind of was on his phone. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. don't want to overwhelm you. As great as Thirty Rock is, though, to me, he's always going to be the neighbor from Tenacious D. Did you guys watch that yes. show? That was <laughs> yep. yeah. That, I'm trying to write in here, <laughs> and he was on. Um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, too. Oh, right. I always recognize him from what that. Up? He's been he in tons of ads. He was an attorney that refused to uh, dress up because they had casual day. Uh-huh. And so everybody, nobody liked him because he would uh, dress up in like just like regular shirts and clothes. So like, you don't look like an attorney. I don't want to <laughs> deal with you. Yeah, so uh, I always remember him from that, And I'm too. working my way through season five. I don't think I've seen that one yet. Yeah, I don't I don't remember which season it was in, but it's it, he's really good in it. But yeah, I mean, you guys had that. Yeah, Tim Meadows. I mean, oh, yeah. And you Tim had Janine Garofalo, Ladies, too, right? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. She was such a trooper, too. She was just like, she said, I'll, I'll go up on whatever show you want. I'll do multiple shows a night if you want. So we just put her up everywhere. And yeah, she's awesome. She's really great. That's really cool. And it does seem like it's getting a reputation where, I mean, like it seems like people are vying to be in these spots in Portland because they all kind of want to come here because it's a, kind of a burgeoning comedy scene, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's starting to take off. And, um, you know, we had 170 comics this year. So I don't know if it's the biggest festival in the country in terms of attendance or, like, visibility, but it's probably one of the biggest, at least in terms of sheer number of comics. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing only in three years, too. And getting people to come out here who... Maybe had heard of Portland, but probably didn't understand what was going on here. Right. Well, I think most of it is that people want to come to Portland just as a city to hang out in, not even the comedy thing. Like, so it's pretty easy to attract big names who just want to have a vacation in the woods, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's like I think summer we all live camp on farms. for comics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go use the outhouse. Yeah, and Kenny B was uh, involved in Bridgetown this year too. Yep. So he you convinced him to work for free for you too. Oh huh? God, he was amazing. <laughs> Kenny's the best. You guys, you guys lucked out in finding him. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He even went on a beer run for us today. Yes, he did. That's Kenny. Have you seen his girlfriend? <laughs> I I have not. No, is uh, she's, she's like super lord. Really yeah. nice work. Seriously, Seriously. Right, let me find her. yeah. 
She is. Uh, it's good to see justice convinced. in the world like that. That's yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that believe, that think that she's fake. But, All right, that's uh, her. Is she, oh, let me guess. She lives in Canada. Okay, so she's in Canada. <laughs> never, like, oh, you just missed her. She was just in here. She, oh, where'd you go? She's off modeling. I don't know. I've in never Europe seen right her now. in real life, and she's a model and ballerina and everything. But you know. Good for you, Kenny. Good on you. Good on you. Wait, good is that her professional better. page or is that her personal page? Because if you put like, no, I mean professional like for modeling. Because like, <laughs> if you put like headshotty stuff up on Facebook, I don't know. Right, no, <laughs> takes she's you down cute. a notch right, so like, That isn't a headshot one. No, there's a bunch of different pictures of her. Still hot though. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. There really isn't a non-hot picture. I don't think that we're going to believe. I'm trying to find a chink in the armor. I've scoured it. Yeah, trying to trying to figure out if it's just like all Photoshop or fake. But no, apparently she's just hot. Yeah. <laughs> Good work. God bless you, Kenny. B. Yes, um, yeah. So I mean, uh, Bridgetown, awesome every year. And then now you're uh, you're working on this new thing. This new this thing, kind of which is up. Helium Comedy Club. Yeah, we just opened up three weeks ago, and it's a club that was based in Philadelphia. They just opened up their second one here. Oh, okay. I didn't and realize that. Yeah, the owner is uh, a guy who had been looking for new locations for a while, and I think he started scouting in Portland about when the festival started. So. He was involved in the festival this year a lot as a sponsor, and we've been talking a lot. He would bounce ideas off me about different locations and and uh, some booking and things. And yeah, it just they spent six months renovating the old Chelsea Ballroom, which was at Ninth and Hawthorne, and See, which I've is never, actually I've passed by there, and I never actually went inside of there. Yeah, that's where I've had my uh, that's where I had my wedding reception was in that oh, place oh, oh. was Chelsea Ballroom. No, I mean it's a really cool location. But it the is, thing is yeah. that I think they only ever had like private events. I don't know if it was ever open to the public for anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was never like a venue where you'd see a show that was open to anybody, but Yeah, I mean it's it's really cool in there. It is nice. And so apparently look, they renovated it. Yeah, I was going to say did it look the same or did they change it up? Yeah, no, they completely gutted it. It's got all new architecture and um, they took out there's no obstructions at all in the showroom. There's 300 seats and they're all good and there's two big lounges they built, so it's, yeah, it's a great space to come get a drink and see a show. And it's across from Lucky Lab if anybody has trouble finding it. So is it open every night, or is it just open specifically for comedy shows? Uh, for now, it's just open to—actually, it's open five nights a week right now, Tuesdays through Saturdays. So um, they have Wednesday shows that are usually like one-off kind of things, and Thursday through Saturday they have headliners— and Tuesdays they have open mic nights. Okay. So okay, so they have open mic nights. So is it the kind of thing where you could just show up and go in, or do you need to pre-buy tickets for most um, things? Or it's a good idea to call ahead or book them online, but you know you can show up at the door if there are still tickets. What so. about for the open mic night? Can you just show up? Oh yeah, open mic night's free for the audience, and the sign ups at six. The show's at eight. So uh, yeah, get there early if you want to perform. Um, if you just want to watch, eight o'clock. It's fine. Yeah. And they have a couple of bars in there, you said, now, too. Yeah, yeah. There's two big lounges. Um, one fits about 150 people. One fits, like, 80. So it's, yeah, it's That's a great... huge. Yeah. So is, is it all ages or 21 and over? 21 and over. Cool. 21 and over. Um, there may be shows in the future where we do, like, one of those things where you cordon off part of the room and make it all ages. But, yeah, for now, it's 21 and over. Well, so. it's cool just the idea of having another... I mean, Harvey's is the one, you know, that everybody knows. Right. As, as the biggest mm. comedy club in town, and it's nice to have another one. Well, and it's right in our like, hood. Yeah, exactly. It's like right yeah, down yeah. the street. It's yeah, it really is yeah. an awesome location. Like, I'm not overhyping that. It's it's cool. It is a cool place. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm kind of this may be too uh, grandiose, but like I'm hoping that kind of what Doug Fur did for Lower Burnside, this might do for Lower Hawthorne because you know yeah. Hawthorne kind of stops at 12th or so, or stops having as many commercial places and. If you're not including the Hawthorne Strip, that is. That is, uh, you know yeah. what? Hey, I'm I mean, not going to really. discount the quality of the <laughs> Hawthorne Strip. That's maybe you know it's sort of a rising tide floats all boats kind of thing. Like maybe helium success will get them to hire some. Uh, you know, I'm not oh, going to. Yeah, I, I know. Mean, I was going to wait for you to finish. I think that we talked about this a on a previous show a long time we ago. We did, and then we also stopped. Our yeah. yeah, of uh, 
very nice. There's young no ladies. reason. It's so yes. it's so low to make. F- yeah, I'm not gonna go there. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, I would always talk up, not <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> so, um, but the Hawthorne strip, anyway. Yes. So, speaking of uh, you know shows that are coming up, um, Andy, are there any shows coming up this week that people could enjoy? Why, well, yes, there happen to be some. <laughs> uh, tomorrow night is one that what a I poignant am question. personally. <laughs> Actually, all the shows happening this week, I've got a personal stake in. Uh, tomorrow night is Reggie Watts, who I had been pushing to bring to town because he is incredible. It's hard to describe. He he was handpicked by Conan O'Brien to open for him on his live tour, so that wow. that should you know say enough if you don't wow. already know who he is. But um, he does kind of this combination of beatboxing and improvisational monologues, which sounds not good when you talk about it that way. But he has <laughs> he has nothing on stage except for his himself and a looping pedal, effects pedal kind of thing, and he just does this multi-layered thing where you create songs on the fly and they're better than songs that someone has spent months writing like it's it's amazing like everyone who sees it walks away wondering if they just saw it was that from this planet was it like it just and no one wants to follow him like even at I've been to big comedy festivals where like bigger name comedians have had to go after him and they're just like god damn it what am I supposed <laughs> to do now like you can't you can't top that so um Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Wednesday at 8 o'clock. The is. fact that Conan O'Brien asked him to open up right. for him on his yeah. tour, I mean, that's kind yeah. of a testament right there. Yeah, and you can look him up, find clips online. That will do a better job of explaining. But even that, like, it really is something you have to see live. So, Cool. People cool. should check that out. Then Thursday through Saturday is one of my favorite comedians in the world, Jimmy Pardo, who uh, I don't know if a lot of your fans are podcast fans in general, but his podcast is Never Not Funny, which is one of the mm-hmm. bigger ones. It's been around for four or five it's years. pretty goddamn hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So he is not to be missed. And he also is a, just a master of crowd work. Like, he's so great at just being in the moment, and every show's different. So I, uh, to be totally honest, I um, picked this show to open for. Like, I'm hosting for that show just because I want to work with him that badly. So I'll be ho- hosting all the shows all weekend, for him and for Reggie, actually. So That's what is cool. involved in hosting a show? Oh, it just means the first comic who goes up. So you just do, like, 10 or 15 minutes, and then, you know, warming up bring the everyone else up. Right. I mean, you do, you do material also, but you're just keeping the show going and making announcements and introducing everybody. I gotta say, I mean, stand-up is one of those things, I've wanted to try all different kinds of things, but stand-up just seems so intimidating to do. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know if I could do stand-up. If you could do this, though, I think... It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, the oh, key- that's true because we don't even have a lot of show prep, and we just because stand up terrifies me too. But yeah. I'm like, but then we sit in here and you know talk about shit for hours. I don't, and yeah. I don't even know where it comes from. That's fine. I mean, I, like, I have no fear of being in front of a crowd or playing in bands, but I don't know. Stand up, just uh, there's something about it. Really, but, I have the uh, opposite. Playing music in front of people would frighten me much more than just doing stand up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a good exercise in just skin thickening, you know? Yeah. Because if you, if you, never, oh, yeah. you have enough yeah. bad sets and you learn to not care, not you, you don't want to have bad sets, <laughs> but sets like... sets, people. Sets. <laughs> sets. Yeah, sets. <laughs> T. Um, yeah, you know, it's good because eventually you get to the point that like you're not going to get phased when one night something tanks. You're just like, oh, well, that was one night, you know? Yeah, fuck or, it. Right, right. Hmm. So. So, um, so the Helium Club, it's Tuesday to Saturday. Tuesday to Saturday for now, yes. And what's I really want to check it out. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah. I mean, and I'm interested to see how they remodeled everything. Yeah, I should also say we're available for private events. So you know, any day of the week, if someone wants to put something on there and wants a space that's not downtown that has lots of street parking and is awesome, 
I can do that too. <laughs> my my whoring enough and for you guys? Is awesome. is that enough? Yes. Andy, do you want to do any stand up for us right now? Oh no, thank you. <laughs> Be funny. Oh. Do it now. Say something hilarious. Notice. <laughs> stand up doesn't work for an audience of three. Did you ever notice that? <laughs> Why is it? No. <laughs> do you guys do Andy Rooney stuff sometimes? Sometimes. I was just watching a Norm Macdonald clip from the nineties on SNL where he was doing Andy Rooney. What's the deal with buttons? <laughs> yeah. Norm Macdonald's actually coming out here. Did you guys know that? No. In October. When? October 21st through 23rd. Oh, man. I, yeah. I love Norm McDonald. At Helium. Awesome. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, smart businessman. I'm like, you better be at your club. Yeah. I will be going to that. Because, yeah, Norm McDonald. I didn't even know he toured. Like, I've never seen I, him live. And that's I, I'm worried about being able to get myself a ticket to that. You know? Yeah, I thought he just did kind of his own thing every now and then. Like a cameo in a movie here and there. Yeah, and then just I think that's what he does. Low. Yeah, so it must have been some reason he wanted to. I don't know how they got him out. But God, he some is, kind of voodoo. He was... Yeah, he's pretty much my all-time favorite as the news guy on oh, yeah. uh, SNL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no topping him. <laughs> so bizarre. It's awesome. Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Further proving my theory. Weren't, you were telling me about David Hasselhoff's roast, right? Yeah, I just I watched it so the other night. I am so bummed that I missed it. It was. I heard it was pretty I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, did you see brutal. it? I didn't see it yet. No, no. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the panel they had was really bizarre. They had... Um, did Seth MacFarlane host it? Seth MacFarlane hosted okay. it, which everybody ripped the shit out of him. They're like, yeah, the <laughs> well, Simpsons seems- called. They want everything back. Like, <laughs> so he seemed, He's fucking genius, but he seems like the biggest douchebag. Well, and what's oh. her name? Uh, no, he thinks he's gotten kind of pretty, too. You can tell he's had something done or gotten in shape. Oh, or yeah. yeah. He's like, all like, he super tan and There were like, so shape. many digs on him, though. It was hilarious. It's like, everybody give a round of applause to not Trey Parker. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was well, pretty he's good. He's dating all these like little like Hollywood tarts oh, yeah. like like 21 22. Didn't he date years. Lindsay Lohan for a little he bit? He didn't or? date Lindsay Lohan. He dated the other girl, Amanda uh, Bynes. Bynes? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they Traveling dated for a pants. couple of years. Well, well, more power to him. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they good were for him. they were together for a while. Wow. Yeah, and they had um, Hulk Hogan was on the panel. And of course, Pamela Anderson. Oh, everybody just kept making gay jokes to about him, <laughs> calling him gay. And of course, he didn't quite know how to take it. And like ripping on him and, and his wife dating a 19-year-old that looks like their son. And oh, No, it looks like their daughter. She looks exactly well, like he's his, Yeah, he's, well, he's dating, dating a girl. Well, he's dating a girl that looks exactly like Brooke. Yeah, and his ex-wife's engaged to a dude that's 19 years old that looks just like their son. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I mean, and their son caved in that dude's head. That's the part of the story that's the most fascinating to me. And his son was there, too. Have you seen pictures of that? Oh, uh, yeah. Not to bring it down, but wow, when I saw that, I was... And he got off. I mean, I don't know. Did he do, like, a little bit of jail time, maybe? I don't don't think any of that. I think they had a scene in the reality show where Hulk was, like, talking him down, saying, son, we'll get through this. Like, you're not supposed to say that. that. You're supposed to say, you you did a bad thing. You caved in a guy's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. We're rich. You yeah, don't have yeah. to worry about these things. La, la, la. Don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. Unless they don't have the, Do they still have their show anymore? I don't think the so. Brooke Hogan Hulk had Hogan one out. for a while. What was it called? Uh, it was like Hogan. H- Hogan Hogan's Run. Being Hogan the, or something. I, I don't know what it was. I'm a Hogan. I don't know. Yeah, it was something. I don't know what it was called. But yeah, she's... She's like a very pretty girl, but she's so masculine looking. I couldn't Brooke, tell if she was attractive oh yeah. or not. Brooke Hogan? No. I yeah. mean, she's got big boobs, but all you can see is just her dad. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. all you can see when you look it's at like, her. It's like, I don't get why Angelina Jolie is considered hot. All I can see is John Voight. You know, whenever I look at her, John Voight with long hair, and I just think about yeah. Deliverance. And Oh, he was pretty hot in Deliverance, I will say. But uh, Yeah. You think it's about like like, that and Heat. I think about the old guy in Heat when he's in that. and then Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. There's a young version God. of that with boobs. <laughs> think and about a bunch that. of tattoos. Think about that. That's what George Clooney's heading for. Because like he was a good-looking dude when he was younger. Void. 
Voight, yeah. Oh, you was think George it? Clooney's going to go that bad? You haven't seen Midnight Cowboy? Yeah, he was a... Uh, mm. Yeah, Voight was... Uh, oh, I did Well, he's an Oscar that. winner, too. Is that what he got his Oscar... That one, Best Picture. I, I don't... I also am a got bit one of a for trivia something. buff. I know that was the X-rated... First X-rated movie. Only X-rated movie to get the Best Picture Oscar, even though it's been retroactively changed to R, because it wasn't really that... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. It's not very um, good. It's yeah. really not good. It doesn't really? hold up. No. No. All right, John Voight Young. Oh, no, he's kind of goofy looking. I well, still so think... is Angelina, though. Uh, well, I guess I, I should wait, say this. Wait, this probably isn't the most flattering picture, but that... Okay, that's a pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty bad picture. Yeah. A pretty howdy-doody yeah. picture there. He's got an ascot and a cowboy hat. Is yes. that what that is? Yeah. It's not <laughs> a good much. look unless you're on uh, Hollywood Squares. Or... I guess I should say I originally thought this, but I thought Brad Pitt screwed up when he went for Angelina Jolie instead of Jennifer <gasps> no, Aniston. Oh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. now. Not now. Jennifer Aniston is getting crazier. She's been my number one for a long time. How is wait, wait, she who? now? Jennifer uh, has been your number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jennifer has been the number, number one. one. But then I was like, I don't know anymore. About she's shopping for a surrogate because she's going to be a strong, independent woman and find some other guy's seed to put inside Sheer of her. Sure, stock is depleting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's not crazier than going over and taking a bunch of babies from Malawi, though, is it? Like, yeah, if I don't you're know. talking about those babies actually already birth exist. It. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like, I think Jennifer Aniston seems cool. Like, I felt bad for her with the John Mayer thing. Well, first of all, I feel bad well, for anybody that has to one. spend time with John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, number one, that was part of the downfall, I think, why she's going to be removed from number one. John Mayer. Yeah. Anybody that dates John Mayer, oh. I'm gonna. Have I've to met say no. that dude. Yeah, was, I know. Yeah, he was a total douche. Yeah, did you like say a, he quoted? Yeah, no. What he, he did to hit on? No, some, no, no. He, uh, I heard him say to some chick. He told her that her body was a wonderland. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and he was just like, and he had this enormous like potato head. It was I mean, weird. it obviously works for him. Hey, no, so let's, totally let's not talk about head size. <laughs> Sometimes that's good. Uh, Humphrey Bogart had a big head. Like a lot of us on a toothpick. A lot of us get by just fine. <laughs> Um, no, but she, um, or, uh, wait, what, uh, what was I going to say about that? Jennifer Aniston? No, an, oh, Mayor, Mayor. He attempted stand-up. Oh. If, if you haven't seen that, look that up no. on YouTube. It's a train wreck. And he was an asshole about it, too, because he thought he could, like, bump people who were respected comics in the scene where he was doing it in New York. Like, one of the comics he bumped is this guy named Kumail Nanjiani. And if you just Google that name, I don't, that you're not going to be able to spell that. sounds familiar. Though. But, um... Yeah, if you Google that name, he has a great story. You'll find, if you just put that in in John Mayer, you'll hear his side of the story about getting bumped by John Mayer and then having this moment where like he's pissed off, but then John Mayer's looking right in his eyes and he's like, and I can't really... like He's beautiful, you know? And there's, <laughs> We still have this innate respect for beautiful celebrities. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, no, no, you're an <laughs> asshole. Why am I backing down? But yeah, he is an unfunny hack. And he has that Maircraft carrier thing, which is also the worst pun in the world. That boat that he charters every year... I know too I much about, about John. That. You yeah, really obviously. do. I don't know what you're talking about. I used to write trivia for a year. I wrote trivia for a living, so you I have know. Have a poster up in your bedroom. Uh, I might have a poster. Yeah, <laughs> John Voigt making out with uh, <laughs> John Mayer. <laughs> I'm showing Randy. my true colors here. <laughs> Google John Mayer stand up and John Mayer uh, Maircraft carrier. Wow, Maircraft carrier. Like a play on words that doesn't even work. Oh, right. That is so bad. See, that's yeah. somebody that's tried to do so many all of that shit, and it. Probably is tanking his music career. I mean, if he just (laughs) stuck to the music, he writes cheesy, fucking annoying songs, but obviously popular and sells albums. Done all this. I mean, I bet he lost half of his audience. Oh, yeah. And the Playboy interview, which you guys must have Oh, yeah. That was the epitome of douchedom. Yeah. Yes. It was. Uh, do you remember? Did you no, see I don't. About was that? it the one when he was talking about fucking Jessica Simpson? I think that was in there. I think he Sexual talked about Nepal. that. But yes, it was more that was it. The race, race. racial. Oh racial, yeah, I forgot uh, about that. I forgot about that too. Yeah. And then he had to like make it cool with his uh, his black backup singers the next night on tour. 
yeah. his video of that where he breaks down on stage and cries. I know too much about this stuff. <laughs> wow. You really do. But he was really contrite. Uh, uh, he's a Taurus. Um, <laughs> r- rising Leo, Pluto. He's got know. an apartment in Brooklyn, but most of the time he's in L.A. He's summers in, yeah. <laughs> summers in Lake Como. Um, no big deal. John Mayer fan club. <laughs> President Andy Wood. <laughs> so we're bringing him out to Helium anyway. Um, yeah. He's coming out next weekend. It should be good. So uh, Chuck Johnson's opening. <laughs> um, all right. Helium Comedy Club. Helium Comedy Club. Go to heliumcomedy.com for info. What's the address? It is, it's 9th and Hawthorne. The address is 1510 Southeast 9th. Mm-hmm. But it's right on the corner, 9th and Hawthorne. Cool. Yeah. Awesome place. I, I definitely want to go check out and see what you guys have done with come it. Wednesday for Reggie Watts Thursday through Saturday for Jimmy Pardo yeah it'll be great and when's Norm McDonald's uh, October 21st yeah alright you're kind of obsessed with it I, I kind of am like, oh it's huge I no it's really a big, big deal right yeah. Yeah. yeah let me put it so in my gonna be <laughs> I know that you will yeah I will so he's gonna be here for three nights <laughs> three nights yeah everyone does uh, one show Thursday two Friday two Saturday cool so. wow awesome awesome all right. Well, Andy Wood thank you very much for uh, coming on the show sir. thanks for having me guys it was fun Andy yeah. Wood how can uh, people contact you uh, you can find me on Facebook.com slash Andy T. Wood. Um, it's just a personal page, but I'll befriend anybody. Awesome. So. <laughs> Sorry, the Skype thing just made a weird noise. Greg put Skype on my on my computer, and I don't really know what's going on with it. Yeah, oh. just close it. Oh, your it. wife is writing me, by the well, way. She just, thinks it's you. I close just it. Just close it, okay. yeah. Oh, you can also find me on Twitter, also at Andy T. Wood. There's our train. So. Twitter.com. That's yes. my train. That's part of the... Uh, yeah, I'm making I didn't read your word. secret romantic. Do you guys tweet? Yes, that's what uh, we do. We have a Twitter we account. Try. It's twitter.com slash funimpradio. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand right, it. Right, people right. will send me messages. I don't know how to read them. I don't know how to write to people. Like, we have it linked up with our Facebook page so that it, like, automatically updates it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you yeah, know I have one, too, but I, I don't really use it. I need to switch it and... So it'll just post whatever I post on Facebook under there? I don't yeah. know. Something. Yeah, because I don't really get it. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm not... I, I have slowly embraced it, but I'm not one of the people that's, like, constantly on it. And I think sending messages through that is just Oh, so it's so confusing. I accidentally why, posted why I have tons one of messages, time. and I don't know how to look at them. I'm like, I just yeah. ignore it. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I accidentally posted something I shouldn't have one time because I was... You were rep- responding to somebody. I was re- yeah, yeah, I was yeah. replying to a private message, and I just posted it. Was that when we Twitter. found out that we were getting fired? No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad of a uh, Twitter post. No, I didn't do that. I didn't. (laughs) For some reason, I thought you accidentally wrote back. No, it was when we were going to guest. I think on something. Oh, okay. Posted it to everyone two weeks before it was going to happen. That Mm -hmm. it was going to happen. Yeah, kind of screwed up on that one. Um, Anyway, classy Greg. It's Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Shoot us an email: (laughs) funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. And once again. Hopefully. Congratulations. Congratulations to Kevin and Amanda. Kevin, uh, one of our listeners, actually just proposed to uh, his girlfriend on our show earlier. But we don't know what the response is yet. We don't know what the response is yet. we're hoping it's a good Preemptive congratulations. Yes. Preemptive. I'm hoping it's congratulations. Either way, we want to hear it. We want to hear what happened. Yes. Um, (laughs) I don't want to hear if it went really horribly awry. I want to hear. I I will leave the room. You can talk to him. I'm sure it'll be fine. Let's stop talking about this. Yes, I'm okay. sure it's fine, All and right. I really doubt that they are listening at this moment. I hope, hopefully, they're not listening through the entire show. Hopefully, they're, they're fornicating in the bathroom or something. <laughs> yes. Well, so she's gonna—he's doing it when she's at her work. I mean, where else in the cubicle? Yeah, everybody can just coordinate it off. I mean, that's kind of a—I <laughs> think you could get a pass for that. Just proposed. It's kind of a high-pressure place to do it because then, like, if you want to say no, you can't. Any place in public, it's just risky, you know. Yeah. 
You have ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll find out. I'm sure it works out great. I'm sure everything's <laughs> going to be fine. They'll have a long, happy life together. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com and... You can pick yourself up a Fun Employment Radio t-shirt if can you have you not really? yet. Yes, you can. And a beer koozie, which they go good together. I think everyone needs kind of the combo. They sure do. A t-shirt and they a beer koozie. They go good together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to sell here. You're doing well, Greg. And you can always donate. Yeah. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Fuck